Okay, so, yeah, in this episode, I'm going to talk about property, so, and relationships. So, I used to date this guy, right? Oh, and whole tactics. <laughs> so, I had heard about this book. I'll start with whole tactics. I heard about this book called Whole Tactics a few months ago from this, like, sugar baby that I follow on YouTube. And I never read it because I looked it up on the library app and it wasn't there and the public libraries are closed anyway and I'm not about to buy an actual book um yeah especially not at this time when I'm trying to get my finances in order like if it's not for free at the library or if the audiobook isn't available on YouTube which is my favorite way to hear audiobooks because once I discovered that it's like I don't have to wait for it I don't have to borrow it I could just listen to it whenever I want what the best but it wasn't any of that so if I wanted to read the book I would actually have to go online and order it and I was just like no because first off all the bookstores were closed which I wouldn't buy from bookstore anyway the library is closed and Amazon costs money like so yeah no but I did end up finding a review on the book from a YouTuber that I follow. I forget her name, but she's a very smart woman, and she reviewed the book in a way that was just very matter-of-fact, which I like, because I had seen a, another review where the people were kind of laughing and mocking the book, and I, at first I was excited to see because it, it was like an hour long. But then I'm like, they're just laughing and mocking it. Like, I just want to know what the book is about. Because I was curious. And the lady basically explained everything step by step. For the most part, what the book was about was basically... <laughs> it's funny because she couldn't say this without laughing and I can't either. She said, basically, the author is, is a man. I found out later. The author's a man. And he basically tells women how to hoe. And he's like, there are smart hoes and there are dumb hoes. <laughs> she can say that without laughing, but I can't either. It's really funny. And basically, like, um, there were certain things that are kind of, like, universally, universally true. And there are other things that are more con artistry, manipulative, and lying. So one of the things that we both liked about... Um, the book is that it explained that you should always get to know what your partner does like make sure that's really what they do and ask them about their hobbies so that you know how much money they have and I like that because the last guy that I dated actually told me he was an engineer and it turned out he was a bank teller now I didn't really care because I figured both were good honest jobs I just didn't understand why he would lie, but I let it go. Now, I'm so stubborn because I told someone that he did that, and the lady said, oh, if it starts off with a lie, it's going to end with a lie, and it did, but I didn't want to believe her because I had been single for two years, and I just wanted to be in a relationship, and I really, really liked this guy, and I had spoken to this astrologer, and he told me I was going to meet someone, and this guy met that description, and he was so handsome, and... I just wanted to be with him, so I just, like, threw all caution to the wind. But at that time, I was trying to be hypergamous, and him being an engineer was actually something that I didn't like. 
But honestly, I just wanted a guy who had a job. So him being a bank teller was fine, too. I didn't really care. But what I ended up finding out was that him being a bank teller wasn't that great. He ended up not really liking his job. He ended up having some personal issues. Like he was a drunk. And he, which is the worst issue, and he didn't believe in marriage, which was another horrible issue, and he wasn't really responsible, but he always wanted to tell me what to do, which was another issue. He was just a whole bunch of issues, and if I would have just known from this whole tactic book that if they lie about their job, just leave, I could have avoided all of that. Also... There are some tests that they mentioned in this book that had I tested this person, I could have known right away what kind of person he was and moved on. So, like, for example, one of the tests is ask them to buy you headphones. And if they give you something cheap, run, run, run. <laughs> and if they give you something, if they give you, like, you know, like the latest Apple headphones, well, then they're generous. And for me, I do, like, I personally wouldn't ask. I would maybe just talk about how I want it and see if they give it to me. Because I do think that I'd done that, I would have known that he was lying about his job right away. See? So I think for me, like... I'm not the most tech-savvy person. And this guy really wasn't online like that. Like, I Googled him, my ex, and we never shared social medias anyway. But I did see his social media. He didn't have a lot of followers. He wasn't very active. And I did do a background check, and I didn't find anything, no pictures of him or anything. I found more of myself than I did him, and I'm super private myself. I'm only just now podcasting and being more active on social media sharing more and even still I don't share that much neither one of us were really into social media neither one of us were super popular neither one of us had like criminal records or anything so it was kind of like hard to find out um just what was going on with him because of the fact that um, we're both so private, but I do think that had I just communicated with him more and been more patient and not just been th- listening to the astrologer thinking, oh, I'm going to find the one, and this guy needs to description, he's the one, like, I was so emotional, I should have been more logical, and that is something that they teach in her tactics, like, never get emotional, always stay logical. Now, I don't really want to be a hoe, (laughs) but I definitely think that some of these tactics are pretty useful. So I do actually want to read the book because I think that it could actually be helpful just to know how to understand the male mind. Because men definitely can lie and manipulate and try to get into your head so that they can get what they want, which is sex or a child because this guy he really wanted to have a kid with me out of wedlock like he wanted to make me a baby mama and a come up woman that was what he wanted from me 
And in my neighborhood, that is culturally normative because I'm a black woman, dark-skinned woman. That's normally what they like to do is use us financially um, while they're struggling, have kids with us, uh, badmouth us, and then like just make us miserable. That way when they get to be successful, they can be happy with someone else, but they have some kids with us that they didn't really have to raise. So they got to, you know keep their genome going without really having to do any work and with having while having an emotional fidget spinner slash punching bag <laughs> slash like pee pocket <laughs> so um but I didn't really want that of course so um we ended up having issues because for example and I was just watching this video about mortgages and that's what made me want to make this this podcast because I actually was approved for a mortgage but the amount of money that I was approved for was a decent amount of money but the problem was that I live in New York City so nothing like I was approved for $100,000 mortgage now there are other places in the country where you get a home for $100,000, but New York City is not one of them, so I wasn't able to get anything, but I did find, like, a trailer, and I was, I ended up having to go somewhere else to see about getting a, a mortgage for a trailer, which I could have gotten, but I needed a co-signer, and I asked him if he could co-sign, and he said no, but he said no when I was trying to, when he kept mentioning like on a regular basis that he wanted to have a kid and we were both living with our parents I was living with my mom he was living with his dad his dad's apartment was filthy and his dad is not only a hoarder but he's like an animal like he basically is like a dog who likes to mark his territory by creating a mess and I always have an issue with that and he didn't fully like it either however he just dealt with it and I was like how are we gonna have a kid if this is your living situation I'm living with my mom we were both living in our parents living room we were both broke he would compare himself to me not like he was doing better he was not we were both doing horribly and that's why I wanted to buy a home and since we were in a relationship I figured we should get married have a home then have a kid you know thinking like a normal person that he used like hood logic, because again, with a black dark skin woman, you're supposed to use her as a come up, so you're supposed to abuse her, use her, and then when you get yourself together, you get with someone else. I didn't fully realize how he was doing at first, and I don't think he fully realized that either. They never do. It's always a semi-conscious or subconscious sort of thing. So, um. He, he said no on the home. And he also told me that I needed to get a business. That was the first thing he told me. And I tried to start vlogging, and I wanted him to help me with it. And I tried to start e-commerce, and I needed his help with it. I bought a new printer that he told me to buy. Um, I bought merchandise that he told me to buy. Um, I was already going to buy merchandise, but he suggested that I buy tech stuff because... He worked in Geek Squad, right, and and I, um, like, worked in 
like I wanted to do the e-commerce thing and he said that he'd help me sell it and he never sold one thing um I paid for the Amazon he never set anything up on our Amazon account for sellers he didn't do anything he just ended up telling me to go and use a different app it's like I already spent money on this printer and on this merchandise and I paid for this subscription for this app and you're going to tell me to use another app and then he didn't even set up the app or anything for me so and then I, I tried to show him the videos for it he refused to watch it he said oh I'm tech savvy I don't need to watch these videos he never figured out how to do anything he said oh this app is just too complicated so I broke up with him then over that and um when we ended up getting back together and I ended up just like giving away the tech stuff even though I spent about $300 but I feel like you know what $300 isn't that much money I'll just leave it alone because I never want to sell any of these things what I wanted to do originally I didn't end up doing so I just won't do business with him I'm not going to mix my relationship with business I'm just going to let it go and then I ended up having the housing thing and that was another disappointment we were both still living with our parents like in his dad's place that's the worst place in the world um eventually he did clean out one of the bedrooms so we had our own bedroom but it was just like terrible I was I hated it there and then you know we had um we had every issue anyone could have like the relationship was just horrible um that's why people are like, oh, date for love. Like, I do think that you should be smart as a black woman and strategic when you're dating just because black women aren't respected the same as white women and other races are women. So when people are like, oh, just date for love. Like, okay, say a white woman just dates for love. If she dates someone, if she's middle class and she, or even if she's poor and she dates someone else, She's respected in society, so people are going to be nicer to her. So if she dates someone who she loves, he's more than likely going to love her back. And she'll be in a relationship that is, um, like, functional, more than likely. Whereas a black woman, if you date someone that you love, because we're not respected, they'll do things just to, like take out their frustration on us, use us, like, not be very nice to us, so it's kind of like, you shouldn't just do it for love, I don't really think that's smart to get into a relationship based off emotions, because it clouds your judgment first, like, for black women, especially for me, um, I can't speak for other women, but it's just my opinion, based off of my experience, I think it's better to first know that the person's honest, that the person's stable, because one thing about um, having a good career is it usually means you have a good education. Now, this is something people don't really talk about that much, but I'm going to bring it up. Education does actually reduce your tendency to be violent and commit crime. White collar crimes are a little different, but most crimes are not white collar crimes. Most crimes are just like street crimes. So, like, okay, let's say for example, there are prisons that offer college degree programs, master's degree programs 
only for people who are sentenced to life in prison. And they've noticed that that education will calm the prisoner down and they'll be less violent. Now, my hypothesis as to why this is the case, I haven't done, I haven't done the full scientific method, but I can tell you, based on my own experience, as I've become more educated throughout the years, and I've worked with educated people when I was in a nonprofit sector, working in education, working in healthcare, I've worked in all three industries, I have multiple different traits, so... I can tell you from working with educated people, but also being from the South Bronx, which is the poorest congressional county in the country, and there are a lot of people that aren't educated, and I myself am not the most educated person. I have trades, like, you know, so I could, but I am more educated than I once was, and I am, I do have a college degree. So what I can tell you is that the more educated I get, and the more educated people I'm around, the more educated um, lifestyle I live, when I compare that to people who are poor and who don't have the same amount of education, this is the difference. When you have a formal education, it's not just about reading and writing, you're also taught how to conduct yourself. Your professors, your teachers, they'll normally teach you how to solve certain situations so let's say for example I went to school to do nails and one thing that I learned in school to do nails was that I had an issue with my teacher she was calling me out and I felt she was talking in a disrespectful way I ended up being really upset and I spoke to someone in administration about it and she said when you see her look her in the eye, woman to woman, person to person, and just say how you feel and explain yourself. And I spoke to someone else in the administration and she said, you just talk to her with a straight tone, like a serious tone, eye to eye, tell her what she did that was not okay with you. I did that. Because at first I yelled at her, I was mad. But then I, I went back and I had a conversation with her, eye to eye, serious tone. I explained what I'm not okay with. Not, not how I feel. I didn't express my feelings by changing my tone, my voice and yelling and, and by, you know, fighting and by shooting and by stabbing. I expressed my feelings by using my knowledge, which was the formal training I received by the administrators, and I expressed myself by articulating my words. And this is something that you learn in school. Also, another example of how education can make you less violent is because let's say you yell and scream at somebody, right? I'm going to go back to the first thing. Let's say I would have just been in there and yelled and screamed at her. And she would have yelled and screamed back. And then we would have gotten each other's face. Someone spits in the other one's face because we're yelling and screaming. Now we're hitting and punching. Now someone's taking a knife and stabbing. That does happen. Especially around lesser educated people. Not saying that those people who are less educated are stupid. Because they might be very street smart, very quick 
great have great memories and be resourceful but they're not formally educated on how to communicate with people in a way that is the most productive in terms of de-escalation so also another example would be when you have a formal education you're taught different rules within your industry and um, a lot of times you're taught about the law so if you know what your rights are right instead of um, just fighting a person uh, using a weapon or yelling or cursing what you can do instead is you can um, file a lawsuit you can um, speak to an attorney about it and cease and desist you can go to HR you can write someone up you can write a formal complaint you know the different resources and outlets that you have to advocate for yourself without getting violent so having a formal education can really help to de-escalate a lot of situations pertaining to violence so with this guy that I was dating he didn't have much formal education he didn't finish not even one semester in college he just had a high school education and because he was so uneducated he didn't understand because um his mother was Indian Jamaican her whole family was married but her parents weren't married her his dad was African-American he didn't believe in marriage and he believed in gender role reversal like a typical African-American lower-class person and um, his son who's half Albanian wanted to live the same way his dad lived gender role reversal um, not being married stuff like that and for me I didn't really want that now that's something you can choose even if you do have an education but what I have found is that people who are more educated tend to be married and if they're not married it tends to be for a specific reason but they still tend to have a relationship that is structured the same way that a married person would so what i mean by that like people who are more educated who have more income they tend to get married because they tend to look at the laws and say I can have your power of attorney. I mean, I can, you know, advocate for you if there's a health issue. We can share health insurance. We can pay less taxes. We can buy things together more easily. So, again, that's the education. Low-income people aren't always aware of that. Um, also, people who are educated, they see the value of home ownership. Where someone who's not as educated may want to own a home, but may not fully understand why owning a home is important. They kind of get it, but it's a bit of an abstraction for them. They don't fully get it because they haven't gathered the information to know that. As a matter of fact, you know, they haven't read it in a piece of paper. They haven't had that be their experience so it's not as concrete or representational it's more abstract and difficult to comprehend for some people who are less educated another example would be um 
like some people who have more education, they may not be married, but let's say they both make a certain amount of money. The reason why they're not married could be, oh, our kid's going to go to college, or I have a kid that's going to go to college, so I don't want to marry this person, double my income, and then my child gets less financial aid. Instead, I'll just put my partner in my will, and I'll make them my power of attorney, and I'll have them be my, um, what's it called, my, my partner, my civil, my civil partner, or something like that, some people will do stuff like that, so they'll basically be married, um, like, they'll have the same legal rights as a married person, but they won't have, um, the marriage because they're trying to get other things that single people get, you know, so it's, um, something that's thought out because they have the formal education whereas a poor person will say something like this with something that makes sense to them but for a more educated person it doesn't really actually make sense because it's based in facts but this is how they think because they don't have the education they'll think oh I don't want the government involved in my relationship it's just a piece of paper well the government's involved in everyone's life so long as you live in a government that's being civilized like that's living in a civilization so we all have to pay our taxes every year and even if you say for example don't get married and you break up and you've been taking care of your partner your partner can still sue you for palimony which is something that you get when you're in a long-term relationship with someone and you're not married. And if you have kids, they definitely can still sue you for child support. And if you're living in a home together, you still have to pay those bills together. Um, and if you buy a home, you both can still have your, your name on the home. If you start a business, you can still, like, you can still have contracts together, basically, whether you're married or not, um, if you're a couple and you're living together, you know, so you can still have your, like, if you're renting an apartment and the both of your name is on the lease, the government's still involved, like, if you get, if you don't pay your rent, the both of you don't pay your rent, the landlord's still going to sue you and get them in court. There's no getting around the government, basically. Um, everybody has to have a birth certificate and a social security number when they're born. It's, it's no getting around it. Everybody has to pay taxes every year. Everybody has to do the census every two years. People don't do it, but you're supposed to. Everybody has to do certain things. So the concept of I don't want to pay, um, I don't want to get married because I don't want the government involved in my life. The government is your life. Like, we live in the United States of America, that's the government. There's no getting around it. I know some people want less government, but even if you're using the USD, which is our commerce, that's issued by the government. Like, people might like the idea of Bitcoin, but... There aren't any institutions that are legal that even accept it because commerce is supposed to come from your government, 
You were supposed to earn it through your labor and your investments, not by buying it. You can't really buy money. Like, money itself isn't an investment. You use money for investments, but I'm not even going to get into that right now because that's a whole other podcast. But the whole point that I'm trying to make is that basically, if you are living in a society with a government, there's no getting around your government. So, the whole, I don't want the government in my relationship is silly for that reason. And also, the whole, it's just a piece of paper. Okay. Any serious agreement has to have a piece of paper or a digital um, verification or both. Because that's what solidifies it and makes it so that it's not just you saying you're going to do something and then not really doing it. It's just an agreement that lets it be known that you're actually serious about what you're doing. So if you're in a serious committed relationship, it shouldn't be such a big deal to sign a piece of paper saying you're serious because you don't do anything else without committing to it. Like, if you wouldn't go to school, for example, and not sign an agreement and not pay a fee and say, I'm serious about being here, and these are the classes I'm going to take, and this is what I'm doing. You don't go to the pharmacy and get drugs without signing off on the drugs. You don't um, do anything. What else? There's nothing that you do without signing off, honestly. You don't even pay with your credit card without signing off on it. You don't get a job without signing off saying that you agree to work there. There's You don't get an apartment or a home or a car or anything without signing off on it. That's just the world that we live in because we live in a civilized society with the government, with laws, or with structure. So your relationship really shouldn't be any different. And even if you think it's different because you're just dating and you both live with your parents and it is still casual, once you have a child, whether you sign the birth certificate or not, if you're involved in a child's life and there's any proof of it, and that's really easy to prove nowadays because of social media and because of, you know, Everyone uses cards for everything. So easy to prove that you're this is your child, whether you sign the birth certificate or not. If you've been involved in a child's life for a certain number of years, you're gonna have to just finish taking care of that kid till they're eighteen or older. And what that means is that you're basically stuck with that kid for life, and you have to take care of them. And if you choose not to, the government's going to get involved and you're going to be put on child support. And if you still choose not to, you're going to go to jail. That is what happens. So, I'm not really sure why people are so naive. But I do know that if you have a formal education, you can draw these conclusions pretty easily. So I guess it's just, again, like I said, people are uneducated. And that's when people say these things, and they know it's total nonsense, but they're just trying to, you know, 
persuade someone else who they think is less educated to believe in the nonsense that they're saying. But that's what happens in a lot of these relationships um, when you're dealing with someone who's not educated. Because they're not that educated, they can't get a good job, so you have to deal with financial hardships, you have to deal with not only financial hardships, but again, you have to deal with a bad decision making and nonsensical ideologies because they don't know any better. Oftentimes, especially if you're a black woman or any marginalized group, you do have to deal with some form of abuse, whether it be disrespect, yelling, domestic violence, whatever kind of abuse, infidelity, whatever it is, because you're marginalized and they know that doing this won't they won't have to deal with any real consequences. And you have to deal with so many other issues. You know, if they do have a substance abuse problem, if they have any health issues, that's no more issues. So it's like, oh, dating someone who is poor and uneducated is just not worth it, especially if you don't have to. And I know had I started dating someone else because around the time that I started dating this guy there were two other guys who wanted to talk to me and they both had better paying jobs actually and they were both black this guy was biracial um but he was black he was dark skin I could have gone with one of the other two guys and just had a casual relationship leveled myself up and eventually got a decent man and would have been a lot happier had I just gone in more logical rather than going in with my heart and being emotional and allowing my emotions to cloud my judgment. It would have been a lot safer. So I don't think that you need to like manipulate people because in the hotel they do say ask for a relatively pricey gift and make up some emergency and then keep making up emergencies. I don't necessarily think that you should go that far. I mean, that's if you want to be like a smart hoe, like (laughs) if you want to be a professional hoe. I'm not a hoe and that's not what I was trying to be, but I definitely would want to know how a man's mind works and would definitely want to know how to like cut through the nonsense to get to the nitty gritty of why I'm there and I want to know what is your education where did you go to school what do you do what do you really do and what are your values what do you really believe in because if it's something where you just don't have that much formal education for me I don't want to be with someone who's the smartest, smartest person thinking I'm an idiot. But I definitely, because I'm not a genius or anything, I definitely would want to go with someone who had a formal education because it does make a difference in how they perceive the world for the most part, for most people. Not everybody. Some people get all their education and still be stupid for some reason because they focus on all the wrong things. But I definitely will want to be with someone who, you know, cared more about certain things, like, that I care about. 
and someone who just have more of a logical way of thinking, and I myself want to have more of a logical way of thinking, at least in the beginning, I think in the beginning, especially for women, young women, you can get so emotional and so wrapped up in those pheromones, you just start thinking crazy, and it's not really the safest thing to do. I don't think you have to go all the way towards being a con artist. I do think it's good to know and understand con artistry, though, so that you can, like, how they say, peek in. And also, I think it's good to know about these things because you do want to be able to persuade people to do things for you to see how serious they are. Even if you end up being in a 50-50, like, modern-day relationship, I think it's good to know if your partner will support you financially in case something happens where you're having a financial hardship and you need assistance. Now, this is something that I hear a lot of men say, especially black men, but it is frowned upon for black women to say this, which I don't think is fair. I feel that people should feel comfortable in their relationship. If they're going through financial hardship to have their partners support them, but you'll never know if that's going to happen until it's an emergency. And the good way to avoid that is to kind of test them to see in the beginning if they will help you before an emergency takes place. So that's one of the other things I liked about her book review because she talked about, you know, First is the AirPods, then it's the emergency, then you have your emergencies all the time. I do think, even though lying is, is bad, I do I could see how faking an emergency if you're a good actress, I am not. It could be helpful just to try it out because what if you're with this person for a year or two and find out that they're actually selfish and you could be going through an emergency and they don't even care. I did date a guy for a short while and the coronavirus hit and I was laid off from my job and we worked at the same job and he wasn't and I actually did have an emergency I needed help paying my rent and I ended up just having to go to the bank because this guy didn't help me. He was like, well I gave you $100 and I'm like, what's $100 going to do? That's not going to cover my rent and he still worked, and this guy made a six-figure salary. Yeah, he had two kids, but, like, you know I just lost my job very unexpectedly. You know this job is very secure. I won't say what job it is, but it was a very secure job. I had zero reason to think I would ever lose it. So, did I have savings? Yeah. Do I have good, did I have good credit? Yeah. And I have great credit, you know? So I was able to get a bank loan. I really didn't need his help, but I was in a relationship with him, and I knew he had the money, and he had told me, oh, all these things, oh, you can be a housewife, and you know, all these lies. So I figured I should be able to lean on him. Why should I have to dip into my savings? Why should I have to take out a personal loan? Why should I have to use my credit cards and make my life harder if I'm with this man who claims to care about me? who's still working, who's still making the same amount of money, why can't he just help me out financially? He didn't, because he didn't want to. And I found that out early on. Now, that was not a fake emergency. That was a real-life emergency. And the only reason that I didn't end up being homeless is because I'm a 
pretty responsible person with good credit and a good amount of savings. But let's say I was just one of these people living paycheck to paycheck and I didn't have good credit. I had fear or bad credit, let's say. And I just ended up actually really needing help. Like, no bank will loan me. Uh, my credit cards are maxed out. And I lost my job that I never thought I would lose. Well, now I'm screwed. And now... I'm going to have to live with a relative or on the, or in a homeless shelter or on the street. And that's not fair when you're in a relationship with someone. I also asked this guy if I could stay with him for a few weeks. Because we were just starting a date and I had known him for a while. I had known him for a year. But we were just starting to date like right before COVID hit. So I was like, well, let's just moving together like we really know each other we're cool I don't care about you know if if you pay my rent and I can just stay here in quarantine we can get to know each other really well right wrong he flaked on me so that was an emergency that happened the same week that I started talking to him and I feel like even though I was disappointed, I wasn't devastated. I didn't really care about him that much. And we hadn't known each other. We only went out on one date. So it wasn't a big deal to me at all. But had I, let's say COVID didn't hit. Let's say nothing happened. And I just, let's say, you know, I liked him. And they got to know each other, and I started to trust them, but somehow I did end up losing my job, and I did really need money. He would not have been supportive, and I'm glad I had that emergency out the way from the beginning to see what type of a person he was, because I don't have any baggage with that guy. If I see him, you know, in the future, I could talk to him. I could be cool with him. I have no hard feelings against him. We went on one date. No big deal. With my ex, girls with the years, I hope I never see him or talk to him again. Because there were too many things happened before we broke up. And I was too emotional when we first got together. So, I do think it's good to be logical, to sort of test your partner, to ask them questions, and to get to know them in a very, like, frank, matter-of-fact sort of way. And also in a little bit of a sneaky way, too, so that you can see their natural reaction. I do like that idea. Um, I don't believe in just having a long-term relationship that's built on a bunch of lies. And I'm not a very good liar anyway, so that wouldn't work for me. But I do think that it's just good to get to know people in a logical way first, if you can help it, because when you try to get to know people any other way, it doesn't work out usually, like, unless you just get lucky, so.